This is Kyle Cooper. The House January 6th committee holds its seventh public hearing today, this Tuesday, focusing on extremist groups. A man learns his sentence for stealing an elderly woman's car at gunpoint. I'm Nick Ainelli. Wall Street begins on a down note at the closing bell Monday. The Dow was off 164, NASDAQ down 263. It's 5 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Deborah Rodriguez in New York. The Biden administration says federal law will trump state law when it comes to abortions for women whose lives are at risk. Health Secretary Javier Becerra announcing doctors and hospitals must perform the procedure for emergency conditions like ectopic pregnancies. If your life is in danger and you have federal protections to make sure that health care providers provide you with all the protections you need, we're going to do everything we can to make sure that women understand what their rights are to get full protections that they're entitled to. A federal judge in Phoenix has blocked a state personhood law enacted last year that gives legal rights to unborn children. Abortion rights groups maintain it puts providers at risk of prosecution for a variety of crimes. The judge called the law unconstitutionally vague. Lawmakers investigating the January 6th attack will hold another public hearing today. This time they'll focus on possible connections between various groups that stormed the Capitol. January Six committee member Jamie Raskin says they will focus on the movement of the hundreds, if not thousands, of people unlawfully on Capitol grounds January 6th and the role played by far right groups that day. And the mobilization of an armed violent mob. The committee is also expected to drill down into a December 2020 meeting at the White House with Trump associates Roger Stone and Michael Flynn, in which there were allegedly discussions of the seizing of voting machines. Scott McFarland, CBS News, Capitol Hill. Police in Southern California are searching for a lone gunman suspected in at least three of six deadly robberies at 7-Eleven stores. Jim Hirsch's son, a clerk at a location in Brea, was one of two people killed. I can't tell you how this is going to affect me. I would have done anything for him. Three others were wounded. Police say the incidents took place within a five-hour time span. It's a picture in a, a party in a picture. NASA is showing off the first glittery snapshot from its $10 billion Webb Space Telescope. Correspondent Peter King. NASA says the first image shows stars and galaxies believed to be 13.5 billion years old. And that's just the start. Scott Pace heads the Space Policy Institute at George Washington University. We're going to also be able to use this instrument on objects uh, that we've never been able to use this kind of a powerful instrument on in and around our own solar system. NASA says it'll release more images this morning. The British composer who wrote the James Bond theme has died. Monty Norman was hired by producer Cubby Broccoli to write the music for 1962's Dr. No. It's been used in all 25. He was 94. This is CBS News. Find great hires fast with Indeed. Their end-to-end -end hiring solution makes it easy to attract, interview, and hire candidates all in the same place. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. 5.03, Tuesday morning, July the 12th. Early sun, but then clouds and storms later. Highs will be in the low 90s for us. Good morning, I'm Bruce Allen. And I'm Joan Jones. And the top local stories we're following this hour, just weeks after the Supreme Court struck down New York's concealed carry law, 
A Montgomery County bill is being introduced to impose new limits on gun owners. Montgomery County Council President Gabe Albornoz said the bill being proposed is straightforward. Under the current law, a person may not carry a gun within 100 yards of a place of public assembly. However, it exempts those with a wear and carry permits. This new legislation will remove that exemption. Thereby making it impossible to carry a firearm anywhere in Montgomery County. Mark Panic, president of Maryland Shall Issue, a group that's litigated on Second Amendment rights cases, says he doesn't believe such a broadly written law could stand up in court. You know how the federal courts are going to receive that? The county bill is being expedited for a hearing July 26th. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Election 2022 on WTOP. We're at the midway point of early voting in Maryland, but the state is seeing a dip in people casting ballots ahead of time. 58,000 Marylanders cast ballots in person after four days of early voting. That's 23,000 fewer voters compared to the same point during the 2018 election. However, nearly 500,000 mail-in ballots were sent out to voters who've made a request. To put that in perspective, only 30,000 ballots were cast in 2018. If you want to vote by mail, the deadline to request a ballot is today. WTOP continues its look at individual races ahead of Maryland's primary. And in Prince George's County, term limits mean county council will welcome several new faces next year. She's going to have at least four new people. William Ford with the Washington Informer says the two most interesting races are in District 6, where five Democrats, all of them women, are running, and District 7, where Rodney Streeter barely beat Crystal Oriata by less than a percentage point in 2018. Crystal Oriata is a known activist, and she is co-founder of PG Changemakers. He says Oriata and other progressives running for office could push a pro-business body of mainstream Democrats further left. You could see some people in the county establishment really scratching their heads wondering what in the world are we going to do. Council members Tom Dernoga and Jolene Ivey are running unopposed. Seats in districts 2, 3, and 4 are also open, while incumbents are also being challenged in districts 8 and 9 as well as for the two at-large seats. John Dome in WTOP News. Yesterday was Relisha Rudd Remembrance Day in D.C. A little girl was eight years old when she went missing more than eight years ago. Relisha Rudd was last seen on Maryland Avenue in Northeast to keep her case alive. Activists passed out flyers that have a new time progression photo from D.C. police of what Relisha might look like now at the age of 16. I want to keep this case alive. I don't want her name to go in vain, whether she's still with us or she may not be. Focus Phil, one of those activists, the flyers being passed out near a 7-Eleven where kids were coming in to get ICs. Their parents could get their kids fingerprinted and have a current picture taken, tools that are very helpful if a kid goes missing. In Northeast, Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. Johnny Depp's lawyers want a Virginia judge to leave his $10 million defamation judgment against Amber Heard intact. Her lawyers have asked for a mistrial, saying that juror number 15 in that trial was wrongly seated. Heard's lawyers claim that a 77-year-old man was summoned for jury, but instead a 52-year-old man who shares the same name and address was seated for the six-week trial in Fairfax County. Depp's lawyers dispute the arguments. They say juror number 15 was vetted and seated by lawyers from both sides, and Heard's lawyers waited too long to call attention to the mistake. Straight ahead after traffic and weather, a stiff sentence for a Frederick, Maryland carjacking. It's 5.07. It's not easy being the one everyone counts on to keep the facility running, no matter the weather or supply chain hiccup. But we get you, Raymond in Buffalo and Maria in Miami. 
Jules in Minneapolis and Stan in Central Indiana. Taking control of everything that's under your control. At Granger, we're here for you with experienced branch staff at over 250 locations so you get the product you're looking for. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Public and private sector organizations are challenged by today's cyber threat environment. 